You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Pass now! This is perfect. Muggers are like Superhero 101. Our work here is done. You ready to suit up? Oh, yeah. I'm ready for my super suit. You stretch, it stretches. And you squish, it squishes. It squishes into something but ugly. You have to make you to the hero. Wear that or fight crime naked. Don't fight crime naked. It's a brand new episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week Glenn and I sit down to discuss the DC Triple Shot on the CW. And uh, we, we we were met with a couple of really wacky-ass episodes. And some weird episodes. Fla- Flash was super weird. Uh, yeah. Legends actually was pretty... It, was, it wasn't weird, really, comparatively. No. Was, no. Flash was, like, just... It, it's gone wacky. It's really crazy. Let's talk about it, I guess. Season 4, Episode 6 of The Flash called When Harry Met Harry. Oh, and boy, did we meet Harry, Glenn. Yeah, we did, didn't we? <laughs> you know, we were talking about the idea of Tom Cavanaugh getting to play, like, all these uh, variants. Yep. Um, <laughs> and it's like, oh. Sure did. <laughs> He really, he really did get to play some variations. Uh, so Barry is training Ralph to use his abilities with Cisco making a stretchable suit for him. Well, at least for the time being, it's a, it's like a test suit. Basically, it just looks like he's wearing, uh, like a gray poncho, maybe something or like a onesie. Uh, it's not it's not a flattering look, but that's the comedy, Glenn. It's supposed to look silly. Uh, another bus metahuman, a Lakota Sioux native named Mina Chaitin, who can animate statues, starts attacking Central City and stealing pieces of a black bison necklace, which she claims belongs to her tribe. When Barry and Ralph catch up to her, she attacks Barry with a caveman statue and attempts a getaway. Ralph chooses to stop her, but a little girl is injured in the process. Ralph regrets his actions, but is comforted by Barry. Chayton escapes the CCPD, going after the last necklace piece held at the museum. When Barry and Ralph confront her, she brings a dinosaur skeleton to life, which can make dinosaur sounds despite being a skeleton. (laughs) Uh, Barry arrests Chayton while Ralph saves a security guard from the skeleton. Later, Ralph reveals he mailed the necklace back to Chayton's tribe before visiting the little girl in the hospital, using his abilities to entertain her. Meanwhile, Harrison Wells, trying to make friends, works with his doppelgangers from alternate Earths, the Council of Wells, as they are dubbed. Uh, They figure out that DeVoe is a man named Clifford DeVoe, and Barry and Joe head to his house to find that he is a middle-aged man in a wheelchair. So a really crazy episode, Glenn. What did you think of it? Um, lunacy. 
It was a weird episode. <laughs> it was really weird. Some good jokes, some not so good jokes. Yeah, there's some of Tao and Kavanaugh, some of it worked, some of it didn't. Yeah. Um Did you have a favorite Wells from the Council of Wells? The robot one. Just because uh, it was Kano. so it was so ridiculous. It was the, like the, Kano. the Mad Max one. That's yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. what it was. Like, yeah, yeah. That was Wells like, two so point Wells two point was so over the top. It's from a post of, Yeah, he was also just, he's in like crazy good shape. Holy crap. Right? Yeah, you can see the V's. Like, all the wells we've met so far haven't been all that different from the current one, and these were all, like, so insanely different. Yeah. It's like, you know, here's, like, the Werner Herzog uh, wells. Like the, and then there's the Matthew McConaughey wells. Yeah, and then there was, like, Kano. It was, <laughs> like, from... Even, he even had, the even had like, the voice and everything, like, the kind of Australian-y yeah. accent or whatever going on. Uh... It's just goofy. Uh, This is a goofy week for DC Comics. It's super goofy. Uh, I mean, all the stuff with Ralph. Including their movie. It was a very goofy week this week. All the the stuff with with Ralph. Uh, Look, you must have been happy at the Jurassic Park references. Oh, yeah. And for the love of Jeff Goldblum, which I believe is something you probably say (laughs) on a regular basis. Probably, yeah. Uh, I, I actually really like that. Ralph in the, in mean, the fold of the cast. I'm actually oh yeah. really like him into the addition of the cast. Yeah, me too. I also like how his costume was really stupid because it always seems like they're always pretty passable at first, and then you know, of course, they kind of upgrade as it goes. Mm-hmm. But with how awful his was at first, yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> like his prototype just looked like trash. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know if there if that was like intentionally like meant to be meta or something like that as far as like to explain the budget of the show like they don't have the money right now to do something cool. Yeah. Um but it, I just thought it was hilarious. Uh so it's revealed also I believe that the thinker or DeVoe that the one we keep seeing is in the future somewhere. Uh presumably. Yeah. Uh, and he spent this whole time talking about all of the outcomes that he has anticipated and planned for and uh that they were going to be meeting him soon and he's like oh great well let's greet him and then they do a great uh subversion where you meet the two people and their husband and wife but they're just a regular couple who are surprised to see you know, joe west and barry allen at their front door and he's just a guy in a wheelchair uh it was uh actually really interesting and really well done i'm curious to see where they go with it but it was so weird to do that at the end of this episode, which was just so silly. I mean, even the villain, uh, Mina, I think her name was. Black Bison. Black Bison in the comics. What a goofy comic book character that is. She can hey, bring man. inanimate statues. She's got some like, goofy ones. Oh, they, for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I saw I saw Lego Batman. He's got some weird villains. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is just a... Just a crazy, crazy bad guy. But, uh, you know, I'm sure somewhere there's like a Flash super fan who's just constantly losing their minds that they're doing like these ridiculously like deep cut villains or whatever from the comics that nobody ever thought would see be made flesh or whatever. But, oh, what a just a good. I I will say this. Uh, it, It was one of those rare villains where they had. 
at least good intentions, I guess. It's kind of, it's not like she didn't have points about how Native American culture is often treated as a dead culture, but it's really not. We're still there. Maybe you shouldn't have our artifacts in museums. Maybe they should be uh, in the hands of the people for whom they belong to, that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that stuff sort of made sense. But, uh, yeah, there was a, it was a, it was a bit goofy. And did they, was it uh, made known that it was a caveman statue and not an actual caveman that was brought to life? Because this thing, like, thudded when it walked on the ground like a dinosaur. Yeah, I was, think it was yeah, yeah. caveman statue. Okay. Uh, yeah, very, very silly. Um, I mean, she turned a jaguar statue into killing somebody. Oh, that's true, yeah. Although we didn't really get to see that, of course. Uh, no, would have been cool. Would have made it a five. Yeah, but didn't quite make it there for you this week. <laughs> Excuse uh, me? It didn't quite make it to a five this week for you? No, no. It was goofy, but um, just wasn't as executed as well as some of their other really goofy stuff that they've done. Yeah. Funny stuff Funny stuff landed and funny stuff crashed in this episode. I liked all the, all the Harrys making fun of Cisco. That was pretty great, too. That was pretty great. Yeah. That was good. Uh, I mean, look, I, I felt a little bad for him. He came uh, expecting a... You know, a big bro get-together. Brought snacks and beers. Harry didn't like them all, because they were him. That's right. Uh, well, he made friends. He made friends with yeah, them. Yeah, he actually. did make friends. He he was given a task, and he completed it, because that's what he does. <laughs> he completes yes, tasks. As was made clear. <laughs> he feels like a different... Even though he's, like, the same character. He's the same one from 2. Yeah, but he f- feels different though it doesn't feel like it feels like he's playing a slight variation on that character i don't remember him being quite this uh quite this rigid but yeah i mean he was pretty rigid the first go around i also think they've loosened him up a little bit which you know i guess Mm. makes sense but uh Eh, what would you give this one glenn uh i don't know like it was weird because i liked the goofy dumb stuff that they did Mm mm-hmm um, which we'll definitely talk about in Legends of Tomorrow. Um, and and we'll definitely talk about goofy, dumb stuff in Justice League. Uh, but it was uh, I don't know. It just it didn't it didn't feel like as tongue in cheek and hokey. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost not self aware at times. But yeah. I mean, they were pretty self aware when they had Tom Tom Cavanaugh do all those things. I mean, he was just hamming it up. So, I don't know. I want to say a four, but I think I'm just going to say like three and three fours. Okay. Well, that's not too bad. No. I give it three and a half. I I liked it. It had some faults. Uh, Like, I was kind of happy to see them be a little little goofy, but sometimes (laughs) I found myself going, okay, way too goofy to take it back a little little bit. Oh, well, they're, they're not. Okay. Uh... It had its moments. It had some lesser moments <laughs> as well. I feel like that'll be a recurring theme uh, as we talk throughout the day. Uh, by and large, though, I thought it was okay. It was. It was. It was pretty good. I the next episode <laughs> talking Legends of Tomorrow. 
<laughs> I don't know. Let's talk about it. Uh, some craziness happens here, too. Season yeah. three, episode six, called Helen Hunt. Here goes. Well, we seem to have a Freaky Friday situation. You're me and I'm you? Must be Tuesday. We will fix this. What's wrong? I have to use the bathroom all the time. <laughs> So I get the joke, Glenn, <laughs> when they reveal that the anachronism this week is Helen of Troy. Yep. And I giggled out loud. Because the episode's not about the actress Helen Hunt. The team is going on a hunt for Helen of Troy. Yes, they are. I laughed out loud. I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> That's clever and And they funny. did it with all their old-timey credits and everything. They did, because it's in 1937 Hollywood. That's where the legends track this anachronism down. I don't know if you can track an anachronism that technically was never a real-life person. Hey, uh, as they found out, some myths are becoming true. Ah, uh, that's true. And the later they on had, the episode, they had King Arthur, and uh, they and talking. Well, I mean, we'll uh, get to it. But they go yeah, to a we'll place. They also go to a place of legend uh, a little bit later, which is raising some eyebrows for me. Anyway, uh, the anachronism revealed to be Helen of Troy. The team encounters Kuasa, who is revealed to be the granddaughter of Amaya. Damien Dark, who claims anachronisms are good for business. And Eleanor, who is revealed to be Damien Dark's daughter. The legends eventually manage to obtain Helen, who refuses to return to Troy due to the sexist landscape. Uh, Zari, although, you know, 1930s Hollywood, I don't know if it's a whole lot better. I mean, 2017 Hollywood is turning out to be not so great. Uh, Zari sympathizes with her and takes Helen to the island of Themyscira, where there are no men and she can live in peace. Uh, also, Martin, Jax, and Ray attempt to again transfer Martin's energy into Jax and end up with Jax and Martin switching bodies a la Freaky Friday. With the help of Hedy Lamar, Stein's boyhood crush. And Hall Pass. And Hall Pass. Uh, <laughs> they manage to switch back after merging into Firestorm. In return, Martin persuades Hedy to pursue, uh, pursue her career of... Uh, acting, once uh, preserving history and whatnot. Uh, what did you make of Helen Hunt? This is how you do goofy. Oh yeah, this oh, is yeah. very goofy. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as they wouldn't show her, and then they're like doing, oh, extras move this way, they, like wouldn't show her face. I mean, as soon as they like had her in there, they're like, we need a Helen of Troy, and I'm like, oh my god, they're just gonna, this lady's gonna be Helen of Troy, Troy. isn't she? Yep, yeah. she was. And then they cut to the credits. They have the studio heads like like gangster mob bosses and shoot at each other, which is I'm surprised they did it because they actually used Warner Brothers. Um, mm -hmm. Surprised the suit didn't tell them not to do that. Um, and they had the Hollywood land uh, oh, yeah. on top. I mean, it was. I loved this episode. I mean, as soon as uh, uh, 
they did I guess two people laughed, but whenever they were on the ship and they came up and then uh Nate started laughing because they freaky Friday themselves. Yeah. But all in all, I mean, it was pretty bad at times, but it was the joke was still funny with them switching bodies. Yeah. Well, I, thought, I was going to I was going to say Victor Garber did a much better job than Franz Drama as far as trying to oh, my be the goodness. other person. Not even close. Yeah. Victor Garber was having fun. Mean, meanwhile, uh, what, what's his name? Jax is the actor who plays Jax. Friends drama. Yeah, he was struggling. It felt like Yeah, you could tell he to... was really trying. I mean, I don't blame him because I was like, oh, yeah, he does kind of like have that uh, not – he doesn't stammer or anything like that, but he does have, like, have a delayed cadence. Yes. So like, that's that's hard to uh, try and mimic, so I get that. Yeah. But uh, – no, it was it was great, and then Neil McDowell just like busts out laughing whenever he realizes that they switched bodies. Look at, oh my god, he was he's just having so much fun. On <laughs> he this knows show. what he's in. Like this was, yes. it seems like he comes back to be on this show because he was like, you know, because they all film in the same location, mm-hmm. and he had to have when they were doing Arrow, he had to have seen dailies or something like that of DC Legends and be like, man, I wish I was on that show. Yeah, they're like. Sure, let's get him. The... And then he's now on this show, and he just hams it up. Like, you could just tell he is having the time of his life. We got a fourth wall on this one as well, the, in the Freaky Friday scene, where they're like, you know, we Freaky Friday them, they switch bodies, and uh, Captain Lance is just like, it must be Tuesday. Only, this shit only happens on Tuesdays oh, when the yeah. show airs. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And then I think it's, uh, is it Amaya and Zari? come in and they're like what happened they're like they switch bodies and they're just like oh okay like it was just you yeah. know goofy shit happened so much it's just like oh okay um i i feel like we only really got one great mick line but it really made me laugh yeah for a second there i thought mick wasn't in the show because he wasn't in like the first raid like first 10 minutes i don't know but you got the scene with him and Jax where he's talking obviously as stein about yeah. Teddy lamar and just eloquently describing, you know, everything about her, and makes just like I'd do her. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. I laughed out loud. Uh, so good. Uh, but he didn't really get much in this episode. No, no, no. Outside of that, but uh, yeah, so goofy. Uh, the Themyscira thing, obviously. Uh, I mean, now that they've introduced it into the show, it has me wondering i mean that's not like cw hasn't had superman on the show do we get like a wonder woman at some point maybe i don't know i mean they've now they've shown the mascara they've name dropped bruce wayne quite a few times Mm -hmm. they have superman in another show i don't know maybe i would be okay with i mean they have deathstroke and they teased them in spoiler alert at the end of justice league but uh but uh you know it's I don't know. I'm fine. If they don't have one, I don't really care. I I think it'd be cool if they had one of the other Amazons in there. That'd be that'd be kind of cool. Oh sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, you don't have the to only thing I thought was weird is so like so you have footage from a Wonder Woman movie. Why would he use the footage from that and then just put the spaceship in it? Yeah. Over instead of like obviously shooting somewhere and filtering to make it look super bright. Um, mm-hmm. And it not look as crisp because they just like 
they just well, threw you know, a CGI building on the corner. Well, like, know, I just thought it was weird that they didn't they wouldn't use uh, that. Well, you know, the DC extended film universe takes place on Earth twenty seven, and uh, you know, Themyscira looks different here on Earth one. I so. guess it's true. They just have a like one little building. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it is the beginning of their civilization being built, so I, I can get that. Oh, I can get true. behind that. I guess she, now. Yeah, I, she didn't I, take. I explained them. it for them. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't take her. She didn't take Helen of Troy to present day Themyscira. It was uh, the of ancient Greece era Themyscira. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, I really. This is not my favorite episode or anything like that. But uh, if you're gonna do silly. This show knows how to do silly, so yeah, I, I do. Uh, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Uh, what what would you give Helen Hunt? Uh, like a four. Yeah, I give it a four. Uh, so it was. It's weird to say because I would say this is probably their worst episode, and I don't mean that as a. Yeah, just nothing really it, happened. Yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty vanilla, but it was yeah. the Helen and you know, stuff funny was jokes, good yeah. situational humor. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, the show is pretty much a sitcom. Yeah, I mean, oh, oh, it's 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 virtually. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the Helen of Troy stuff wasn't that interesting. I almost feel like they did Helen of Troy just so they could call this episode Helen Hunt because they had a yeah funny joke in the writers' room about it. Uh, so yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, it definitely feels like the name came first. Yeah, and then they're like, I let's just, put a story around it. I just want to see a thing of Helen Hunt. Like, I want to see her talk about this. <laughs> Maybe. I, I'm still a little disappointed she isn't. She wasn't in the episode. At least It would have been cool if she was. Yeah. Uh, or, or at least for somebody to name drop the episode title. Yeah. And then for them to be like, oh, hey, I love Mad About You. Something. Or Mick. Yeah. Mick turns out to be a giant Mad About You fan. I think we discussed that <laughs> all last week. Yeah. So we're going on a hunt for Helen. I love Mad About You. Uh, something. Give me, give me something. Oh well. Or, 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 uh, or maybe Mick just hates Paul Reiser. We could learn that. Yeah. He, he really dislikes Paul Reiser. Uh, something. Anything. Uh, let's uh, let's not talk about it anymore. We've we've graded it. Let's move on to the least wackiest show of the week. Arrow, season six, episode six, called Promises. Kept. Your son. We don't leave witnesses. He's dangerous. Apple doesn't fall that far. I got you a little gift. Ah! Oliver Queen. It's time to collect the debt he owes you, father. Do it. Slay! and Oliver trying to persuade Joe to leave with them, but Joe refuses, claiming that he had seen his father kill someone before, uh, and he had been influenced, uh, before he'd been influenced by the Mirakuru. Uh, Slade tries to explain that it was a paid hit, but Joe refuses to forgive him. Well, <laughs> I like that. It's like, look, I wasn't under the influence of the drugs, uh, and I wouldn't have killed somebody normally, but they paid me, so, you know, come on. Uh, Joe refuses to forgive him, stating that uh, learning who his father truly was has led him down this path. 
Joe and Slade end up fighting until Oliver steps in, after which Joe escapes, but not before revealing the existence of his brother Grant. Slade tells Oliver that he will continue to try to find both of his sons, but advises Oliver that he go back to his, not wanting Oliver to make the same mistakes he made. Meanwhile, Team Arrow eventually finds out about John's tremors, leading to John apologizing to the team. Curtis offers to help, uh, the same way he helped Felicity when she was injured. And John says that he'll have to need, oh, he'll need the night to think it over. So, what did you think of Promises Kept, Glenn? The least wacky episode this week. Uh, it was okay. Yeah, it was so just there, wasn't it? Yeah. So just there. Um, this Joe kid, he seems pretty uh-huh. mad about the fact that his, finding out that his dad is a murderer. Yeah. So why would he then go down the same path? Hey man, sense of the father. I guess. Like that just seems so weird. I hate that you're a murderer, and it made me a murderer, Dad. Like not, man. Dad, man. You like you chose. Why did you choose to do that? That was your choice, buddy. Like you know, your dad is like a super assassin or whatever. But you know, I mean, you have to be a super assassin. Although I'm sure this is going to now make Oliver think uh, even more about returning. Uh, to the to the hood, of course, because now, you know, what if my son uh, ends up becoming a, a vigilante or something, and I can't have that? He needs to be protected. So I'm sure that's what this is there to set up or whatever, but I don't know. It just feels weird. Like, if I hated everything my dad was, like, I don't think I'd go out of my way to become it. But, you know, whatever. Well, you know, sometimes through that hate, you could become the thing you hate most. Oh, maybe. That's some uh, some good wisdom, Glenn. Perhaps you should be writing. Yeah, uh, maybe. For the show. <laughs> Get that point across a bit better. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any uh, Do you have any more complex or solidified thoughts on this? It's very hard because it feels like nothing happened. Yeah, I mean, just things happened. Okay, uh, we'll talk about bigger picture stuff because it's, it's really starting to bother me at this point. Mm-hmm. How the hell has it... Well, he, because he's not making the money. Uh, how the hell hasn't his wife decided that they need to move out of town? Oh, Diggle? And, and get a bigger place, yeah, with Diggle. Are they still living in the, their apartment or whatever? Yeah! You're the head of Argus. Argus. Come on, man. <laughs> That's true. That is a little weird. Uh, I mean, Oliver's been like, isn't Oliver still living in like a... Actually, I have no idea what Oliver's living in anymore these days. It was like, like in a loft. Yeah, Just is it a, a different lot? version of one he got kicked out of? That's right. I forgot they're not living in the mansion anymore. Where the bedroom for his kid leads right into the kitchen. Weird. It is a weird setup. <laughs> this is what there is to talk about this week. He's the mayor of the city. Doesn't he? Isn't there like a mayoral? I mean, I guess that you get to live here. Is the thing though. He wants to be man of the people. He can live downtown. So he's a lot, you know, closer to the action, living in a high-rise penthouse loft thing. Whatever. I can... That's fine. Because this place is... It's pretty nice. You know, it's... Sure. It looks like it's got one bedroom, so I don't know where the hell he sleeps. But... Diggle lives, like, in a very modest two-bedroom apartment. Probably one oh, yeah. bath, too. How the hell haven't they moved out of that place? 
No, I agree. I keep forgetting that it's the same place kind of from the beginning and that she's the head of Argus now. You don't get to see them together very often, so... Oh, because she's busy doing that. Yeah, she's busy leading you know, a giant weird. covert group. Yeah, but, like, she works at the head of Argus, which, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, is in Central City. Mm-hmm. So they should move, because I bet that's not the best commute. No, probably not. I can't believe this is what we're talking about with this episode. You guys, nothing there happened this There is nothing episode. else that is just as interesting what we're talking about. Yeah, Slade argued with his son. His son argued with him back. There was some fighting. The fighting stopped. Nobody died. Everybody escaped. Uh, and uh, Diggle's like, hey guys, my arm is shaky. And Curtis is like, I'll help you with that. And he's like, all right, cool. I mean, that is the one thing That's... I will say. I never even kind of thought about that until he's like, I'm kind of offended to ask. I helped make a woman rock, walk. You're like, oh, yeah, you're right. That is weird. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know why we didn't like this brought up sooner. I don't know. Because why... no one cares. Um, oh, your arm's also... shaking. That's okay. Let me put this device in your arm and it'll unshake it for you. I've always thought that the Deathstroke in the show kind of looked a little bulky. Like, he looked a little odd. Mm-hmm. But now, having seen it with some money thrown at it, it looks yeah. even worse. Oh, in the TV show? Yeah, it looks even more... Because, you know, again, you see... It looks like a football of, player, yeah. Yeah, and then in the the Justice League movie, it's like, well, that looks pretty badass. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was like, that, yeah. that looks cool. The particular, <laughs> the particular scene wasn't badass, no. but the, the look was great. Yeah, I thought, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll actually talk about it later, but yeah. it was just, uh, yeah, just seeing it elsewhere with some money thrown out. Like, oh, that actually looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what would you give this episode of Arrow? Oh, uh, I don't know, like a three. That's like it wasn't been... bad, but it was just like it was on. Yep. And I may or may not have been paying attention sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I actually, due to my not paying attention on and off throughout the episode, I went. I actually went two and three quarters. Okay. It was uh, an ep- It was the definition of an episode. Falling back to the arrow that we know and love. Yeah. Hopefully that changes. Hopefully they just. This is their uh, one of. I mean, you're in a in a long season like you get with these shows. You're gonna get uh, your filler episodes, but hopefully, this will be uh, yeah. But see, legends, even their filler episodes are good. Yeah, that is true. Uh, I mean, Helen Hunt was a kind of a fillery episode. Yeah, but it was it was entertaining. Oh, we didn't bring it up. It was kind of it was really weird to see Stein as the firestorm body. Oh, that was really weird. Yes, yeah, that was kind of a little goofy at first. Um, I can't I'm... do this. I'm an old man. <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever they switch by, oh, okay, yeah. The what? Whenever sorry, we're gonna go back to it because I I can't believe I forgot to bring it up. What was okay. the? We're gonna go on the mission. And it's like you better pee first. And he's like what? Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> they just kind of go. Oh yeah, the and they pay the, yeah. they pay the they pay that joke off at the end yep. too when they switch back or whatever. Ah. See, it's entertaining. At least it's entertaining. There's some yeah. stuff that you that you can pull from it for sure. Uh, before we sign off, I just uh, love how he's like, "I'm I'm white. I'm African American. <laughs> Gray, you can say black." 
That was that was that funny. was pretty good. <laughs> uh, before we sign off, uh, a big thank you to Think Geek, the sponsors for this week and every week. Go to cinemageekly.com slash thinkgeek to do your Think Geek shopping. Um, Glenn and I are about to go record an episode of the Mothership podcast where we're going to talk about Justice League. And uh, in an attempt to find some sort of Justice League related item uh i found a six pack of those goofy socks that everybody likes wearing these days those really ugly socks that just they print them from head to toe with things and this one is literally all of the justice league on socks so if you've ever wanted to wear like comic book aquaman on your feet uh you may now do so Uh, in fact they've got uh everybody from at least this incarnation of justice league uh, Superman, Batman, The Flash, Cyborg, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. Although it's not Momoa Aquaman, it is very clearly like comic book orange top, green pants, Aquaman. Yeah, gold um, hair or blonde oh, hair, yeah. blue eyed. Oh yeah, uh, you can totally pick that up at Think Geek. Tons of other DC things, tons of other geeky things. Uh, CinemaGeekly.com slash Think Geek. Uh, and speaking of cinemageekly.com, head on over there, check out the archives of this show, and find us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music under Flashing Arrow. Search for that, hit subscribe, and you will be able to listen next week when we come back to talk about the episodes before the crossover event. Uh, this is the final week and before the crossovers, and then uh, all throughout uh, Thanksgiving time, we're going to get. Uh, the big crossover uh all torn asunder these episodes are i think uh super supergirl is first and then arrow and then flash and then legends Uh, it'll be all weirded out but we'll be back to talk about uh the episodes before then first uh flash season four episode seven called therefore i am legends of tomorrow season three episode seven called welcome to the jungle And Season 6 of Arrow, Episode 7, called Thanksgiving.